Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Ray Park. You may know me as playing Dark Moon of Phantom Menace, Bone Wars, and also... Solo and Star Wars story. You're listening to Star Wars Stuff Podcast. The Force is strong with you all. And remember, sit Hey, this is Dominic Pace, who plays Gecko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian, letting you all know you are listening to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Wishing everybody all the best, and may the Force be with you. And hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Star Wars Stuff Podcast, where we talk all things Star Wars. My name is Colin. And I'm Josh. And we have... A decent amount to talk about revolving around a small show called Andor. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, that trailer that came out was, and this is something Josh and I were talking about earlier today, which was that trailer that came out made me more excited for the show than what we saw at Celebration. Um, it's funny I, to me that this is literally like, out of all the Star Wars projects to begin with, when this was announced, I was like, oh my gosh. I don't really think anyone cares. I just want to see Kenobi too. This is probably the the most pretty and most Star Wars looking thing. Like it doesn't feel like it's a Disney production. It just feels like a Star Wars production, which I'm very, very excited and pumped for. Same. Yeah, no, I, I remember which we are about to break down the trailer and everything, but to me it, watching the couple of final shots of the trailer, where it looks like the sky is on fire and you just see like a ship just in the middle of a battle with TIE fighters. Like that is Star Wars. That is Star Wars to me. And I remember watching the the Book of Boba Fett and watching Mando and his new ship going through Beggar's Canyon. And I just remember being like, this is Star Wars. And <laughs> and uh and and that's and that's the feel that you want out of these new shows and movies. Now, of course we, you know, kind of got that feeling when we saw Obi-Wan again and Vader in fighting each other, but I just felt like something was missing in, in, in that show. And I remember going to the theater and watching rogue one. And I just remember it being dark and, and gritty. And, you know, George Lucas has said that these movies were meant for kids. Um, but as years went by, it definitely grew into its, not more pointed towards adults, but it's more pointed towards all ages. And w- when I went and saw Rogue One, I I was definitely, I definitely felt like a kid again. But I also saw the adults um, side of it, which I loved. And when you watch a Force Awakens or, you know, on uh, like of the sequel trilogy, you're just like, okay, all right, I see, I see what you're trying to do, but it's like I, I'm not vibing with it. And with Rogue One, I was vibing with the entire movie um all the way through from my point of view it's just kind of like uh what we deem as like edgy and or pushing it has kind of changed and we've kind of regressed to the point where we think a lot of things are very edgy or pushing it so i don't i I think it's it's very cool to see this like yeah war is bad kind of look on the world and i was like yes (laughs) yes I, I, i would like to see more of war is bad i don't like to see just uh just boring like I want to see all these like fun, right? Uh, like I, I don't need everything to be super flashy. I would like to see like, yeah, uh, 
which I mean, we're going to be able to see is just kind of like, what's the impact of literally just joining the rebel cause? What was the impact during that time? Like, you see all these people fighting for their lives out here. And I was like, I like this. I want to see more of this. Boots on the ground feeling where no one really feels like, um, like they have plot armor. That's that's a big one that I'd love to see. Yeah, because yeah, I, I mean, we, we've seen yeah. we see characters in this that we on the trailer that we know, but I mean, there's enough characters that I'm like getting invested in it, but no plot armor would make me extremely happy. There were a lot of characters um, in the trailer that we never seen before that are definitely new, and they will definitely have like that. Um, what I, I guarantee there will be those um, characters that don't have that plot armor. Um, s- some of the new characters were um, Sergeant Linus Mosk. That's a long name. Uh, who's, it, who's, who's it played by? Uh, um, he's played by Selen Skarsgård. H- Alex Ferns. Okay, who's who's the Skarsgård? Uh, who's he playing? Because he's playing it really good. I was I was so excited because he's a, he's a great actor. I especially liked him right. off of um, Chernobyl, and he's like playing this super seriously. And I was like, I love this. That's honestly why I was excited to see him and um, announced for for a Star Wars project because those type of actors I think belong in Star Wars because of. Those actors that have been in serious movies, I'll apply that to like a sci-fi film or or, or or like a or a fantasy or Star Wars film, and you know that it will be good because of seeing him in Thor was like, all right, cool, great, and I was like, I I wonder how he would be and in, um like involved in Star Wars, and sure enough, here he is in the Star Wars project. Uh, and then there were other character names. Um, uh, there is Cyril Karn. Marva and Salmon Salmon Pack. Oh yeah, Selman Star Pack. Wars names, my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh and then there is um there's the girl um that she shows up four times in the trailer. Uh and her name is Clea. Okay. Um, K-L-E-Y-A. Uh, and then lastly, there is the character uh, Dedra Dedra Miro. There's a lot of names. There's a... It uh, sounds like uh, you're on the front of Camino there. <laughs> oh, man, that was loud. Woo! Wow. Uh, but yeah, so... I think there's a great cast. Not all of them have been announced yet. But let's let's go ahead and jump in, into this trailer because I'm very intrigued. Oh, heck yeah. Right. So be honest. How many times have you watched this? A few. And I've been, I've been jumping back and forth between different points. And I mean, just like bits and pieces of different scenes have been really cool and interesting to watch. Okay. Well, let's, let's get into it. Let me know if that's too loud. You're good. All right. So let's let's back up here for a second. <laughs> Space AK. <laughs> of, all right. So something they have definitely done in the past uh, in Star Wars is where they is where they have 
modified actual real guns um and they just added stuff to it now this no joke i don't really see the modification on it except maybe in the top middle um but the, i don't know it's it's going to be interesting to to see to see guns like not not actual guns but like guns in star wars that where they have a small modification on it because you for example you have the d dl44 which that was an actual gun um a german pistol right or no um and it was it was modified the crap out of so you could barely recognize it when you look at this you can definitely recognize that as uh as, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's like you're never gonna run away from that. Like, no, it, it's just a, a straight design. But I mean, what's the what's? Yeah, so are you talking about the the gun that looks like the 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 big like World War II machine gun? Yeah, yeah, that one is like they just take it and then I swear they put like just two different things on it. They're like, oh no, right. um, the uh, the uh, the deal forty four is the one that's on, at uh, Galaxy's Edge. If you go, it is Han Solo's the, blaster. Yeah. Okay, but in in Galaxy's Edge, you know the ones that are laying on on the, um, it's like a it's like a machine gun. It looks like a howitzer. Are you talking about the ones in the Rise queue? No, no, no. no. I, they might be in the Rise queue, but I'm talking about the ones that are in the queue for uh, in the engine room. Oh. Okay. When you walk into. Oh yeah, yeah. Those yep, those yep. are literally just the gun with like two different things different, yeah. and then it's it's like a big World War II howitzer. Yeah, true. But like, I mean, it. I, I back then maybe that gun. If you saw that instantly, you'd be like, "Well, that's obviously because we're we understand that of like 1970s purpose and back." Whereas like this could be just our new weapon, or it's kind of like, "Hey, look, AK," but. I mean, that's understandable to us as a weapon. And it's not like normal kind of weapon. It's kind of like an insurgent's weapon, which was very interesting to see in this trailer. So I remember watching this shot right here, and I don't know why, it's just reminding... It It kind of felt like a fan film at first, because you just see shots like that all the time in, in, in fan films. But... To steal from the Empire. But the lines in this are pretty good. So what? So what planet do you think they're on? Um. Uh. What? What planet do you think young young Cassie Cassian is on? Because that looks like young Cassian right there. So fat and excited. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of what what planet that would be on. Yeah. Uh, what's the planet that's getting dug up in Mandalorian? Oh, okay. Um, because you know, I with all it, the like, you know. yeah, with all, yeah, the one with uh, Bill Burr, and, and yep. yeah, that that's that's the one I'm thinking of. That's what okay. That is. Um, I would love to see uh the planet that from from the opening of Jedi Fallen Order, and then it shows up in Bad Batch. Um, Baraka, I would love to see okay. that planet. Yeah, that'd be cool. To steal from the Empire. If you got to see Naboo again, would you be happy? I would be okay with it. Um, as long as they do it right. And you know what? I think there might be a chance that that we could see it in the indoor series because I have always wondered why we never Empire. go back there. Well, why do we never go back there? 
technically we go back in the special editions um because if you remember at the end of the return of the jedi um special editions we we see gungans and all of them celebrating on on naboo so technically we do but that was added like years later they're so proud of themselves so fat and they love and they've this is the same shot from the um trailer and i love how how like it's these two guys drinking coffee and it says they're so fat and satisfied (laughs) it's like it's just these two guys Someone like me would ever get inside their house. Did you hear that? (laughs) Shoot. All right. Empire is choking us so slowly. So let's let's go to the clones here. Okay. So we don't know that this is Cassian looking at the clones. Um because Cassian said that he has been in this fight since he was five, since since he was five years old. So I'm thinking maybe the first episode, or maybe throughout the entire series. I really hope not, because they've been following that pattern of throughout the entire series, like um, of uh, uh, I mean of Boba and Kenobi. You know, we would jump into flashbacks like halfway through, and I think maybe. If we had like the first episode and um, and second episode, maybe lead up to the events of of where the main story is going to be, I think that would be great. So it would be awesome if the show began um, from the beginning of Order sixty six and then led up to when he was older, because okay. I don't think doing flashbacks throughout every Star Wars show would. I mean, I would just like them to change it up. Do you feel the same way or no? Yeah, that's a fair statement. Um, yeah. It's kind of hard when you're trying to establish. And I, I don't know why they keep on doing it, but I, it has to be a big part of whatever they're doing with um, with the character is that, you know, his like whole, like, I've been in this fight since I was, so, since I was this year old, like five years old. Like, I didn't think when I heard that line, I was like, oh, okay, this guy's just been in there for a long time. Not like it's going to be an integral plot. Whereas I legitimately think it's going to be an integral plot to whatever this is, is that because he was so young, he joined like the empire super young. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm interested in seeing where it goes from here. I mean, clone stuff as well. It's always great to see clones. It's, you think we'll see any bad batch character? Uh, I, I wouldn't hold it past the fact that we are getting more tie-ins to the animated stuff. And I could definitely see them being like, oh, hey, like, you know, since we're filming Hera for uh, Ahsoka, why don't we have Hera show up here? Um, Because I don't think that Hera will first appear in the Ahsoka series. I think she will definitely show up in Mando season three. I would be blown away if she doesn't. For like some type of cameo because it sounds like the show will lead directly into Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Hera um has definitely been part of you know the alliance for a while. And what um even in that first season, she was a part of a couple of rebel cells, and she also knew Ahsoka and she's weird how we're making you know, Hera like the key to like all these series. Right. 
And, <laughs> and I just think seeing her live action, like before she met Kanan and everything would be super cool. That'd be cool. Um, because we know at this point, in the beginning of the show anyways, that, that Kanan and Hera are kids. So leading into maybe near the end of Rogue, not Rogue One, of, uh, of the Endor series, we'll probably see a cameo from uh um from her and what's also great about that of the final season is that it will lead into the events of rogue one and we know that the rebels are established at that point so i would love to see cameos from other characters from rebels but i think we could definitely see different characters that we know besides her i would love to see wrecker um like possibly a couple other people because we don't know what happened to him we we really don't know uh, and then you also have to remember that when, because now the show is pushed back because it was supposed to come out in a couple of weeks, but it got pushed back to, um, it got pushed back to, uh, did they ever give a reason to it or no? No, but to some of us, it's kind of obvious, uh, that that weekend was the Just same. Everything weekend. is, everything is releasing yeah. at that time. Yeah. That same weekend, it was going to be rings of power. And the new Game of Thrones series, um, House of the Dragon, uh, and and it's like, okay, cool, great. Um, how about we put this other Star Wars show on there? And I mean, I mean, how, how how about we put some other show on that list to add to it? And I think people at Disney realized that it, it would kind of take away mm-hmm. um, from that. And I think it was a smart move, but now it op- it does open up the question. Okay, so now that we have that show coming out on September 21st, is the Bad Batch Season 2 going to get pushed back, or are we going to keep with that original date? Interesting. Yeah. I, I, think they'll, I think they'll just do both because it's an animated series, and I don't know why, but I feel like they've always put like animated ones are just going to be like filler. Not like yeah. it's like bad filler. I just think that they're going to move towards it just being like, hey, we can just check this in here. Because Tales of um, because of Tales of the Jedi is supposed to be coming out sometime uh, um, sometime this fall as well. And and I think at some point, I think all shows will um, cross over. But D23 is actually um, going to be happening before Andor now. And it was supposed to be... Um, uh, it was supposed to be happening after. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm very interested in how they're going to deal with that. They haven't announced anything yet. Um, and then She-Hulk uh, will not interfere with it as well, um, which I think that was a, you know, I think that was a great call too. Because of something something that kind of hurt them was they had Kenobi and Miss Marvel coming out on like on the same day. Yeah, I just, bit. And, like, mm, and I, think I don't know why you're of, trying to compete with yourself. Like, yeah. there's no point in you competing with yourself. And I think that kind of hurt Miss Marvel in a way. Oh yeah. Um and I and I think they kind of learned from that lesson. I don't think they knew at first how big Disney Plus was going to be. But now they're doing all of these shows on a movie budget, which mm-hmm. a lot of studios haven't done something like that before until a, a couple of years back. Um, it's 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 just crazy to think about because now you have um, 
you have a new show coming out next year, Skeleton Crew, which has the highest budget. Yeah, which has the highest budget that a Star Wars like project has. I'm had. I'm super excited for yeah. that. I, I just want to see more, which hopefully D23. Yes, D. I I'm I suspect that we'll learn a lot more about some of these shows that we were that were first announced over at Star Wars Celebration, and I think we will end up getting some type of trailer, some type of teaser. Will it just be for the people at D23? We'll see. But let's get back to the trailer. I don't. Um, yeah, I think that's that's going to be more of like everyone gets to see it from D23. Yeah. I don't think I, there's many that they don't do that. We're starting not to notice. All right. So we. So we. Cal! <laughs> so we end up getting a shot of Death Troopers, and then we end up getting that shot of that highest B officer. Uh, and she. And her name is. Hmm. Let's scroll down. Come back. Come back. No. <laughs> Sorry. I like had my notes. Uh, dude, dude. Okay, all right. Her uh her name is Deidre Miro, and she is a ISB agent. That's really all we know. Now we know a couple of um we know a couple of ISB agents. Uh and one that I think is a big possibility of seeing, and no one's really talking about it, so I wanted to talk about it, would be uh Hadrian Callus. I think seeing him live action before he joined the the rebellion and everything would be really cool and seeing like like the younger side of him would be awesome because his transition from the from rebels from the first time a couple of times that we see him to when he um joins the rebel alliance was awesome and I would love to see him in live action and i think there's a chance that we might um, oh yeah totally yeah so it'd be yeah i'm pretty excited yeah we're starting not to notice all right so we've got this planet here josh is hey scrapyard yeah it's, please uh, <laughs> there's a chance that it could be what you know we're hoping um which is the planet that we see in jfo and order and bad batch and then you have the other planet that was seen in uh, in Mando season two. It would this. be fun. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather give it all to something real? I love his ship. I I I am in love looks with cool, his right? ship. His ship looks so clean. Um. Oh my god! Give me a Lego set right now. <laughs> yeah, and and then as soon as soon as it comes out, like near the end of the show, they'll blow it up. <laughs> Just to blow like, it up, man. Here we go again, spending all this money. <laughs> ah! So yeah, uh, we don't have a name for the ship yet, but I guarantee they will end up making this into a Lego set. I would be surprised if they didn't. The uh, the cockpit looks awesome, um, and I love where it's placed on the ship as well it kind of reminds me of the jedi starfighters um from uh from episode three uh, like in a weird way and i think his character is gonna be good. um okay so some people are like actually i really haven't seen anyone talk about this but this looks he's back 
First off, that's two tubes. So glad he's back because now this is the Rogue third. One solo. This is the third time. Yeah, Rogue One solo, Rebels, and then you got you, uh, yeah, Rebels. You, yeah, you have it here, and he's definitely showed up in the comics as well. Now, does the planet kind of look like Yavin to you? It is a farm planet. Uh, I don't want to say it is because I, yeah, I mean maybe. I don't think we've ever seen Yavin like that, though. Well, right. So that's why I'm kind of hoping it's not. I mean, this it could be a whole new planet of them just hiding out on it. I'm I'm hoping for that too. And then we end up getting Saw coming back. And he's not as messed up. No. <laughs> like, yeah. we, do we ever figure out, like, how he's been hurting himself or, like, degrading over time? I think it's um, I think it's mainly because of all the battles he's been in. Okay. Um, but, but you have to remember that this show will go all over the place on, in the timeline. So we don't really know where in the timeline, like riot shields. Yeah. I don't think we've really seen riot shields except in the last Jedi, right? What the first order, like shield with the fire dudes. Yeah. I like those uniforms. Those are cool. It's, it's the, the mud trooper. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. It's fermenting. There we go. Sergeant Linus Mosk. Sewer runnings. All right. So this right here is it is the Mosk guy. And I'm I'm just taking a guess that maybe he's in charge of security. Those are those are thick suits, man. Man, we have to back it up here. Pockets are fermenting. Yeah. Jeez. Look at those suits. My gosh. So is he like a a banker? Like a bank guard? <laughs> That's what he looks like. And, and on top of that, they are also coming out of these gunships as well. I Does mean, anyone know what that says like. an arabesque above it? If my wife was here, she'd be able to. <laughs> All right. So going back to Coruscant. And we are getting this. This officer meeting, including the new character, the ISB agent. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? Oh, that's a new one. All right. So again, this this is clearly during like the the beginning stages of the Empire because you can see his of of, of his transition because he looks all happy here and everything, and he's got longer hair. I'm not slipping. And then, like, oh my gosh, this ship is so cool. Oh, yeah. And then something else that I noticed about this shot so, right here. So do you think it's going to be, like, jumping around from different points to points? Not and it being, like, they're all, like, loosely connected. It's just showing how yeah. the, the rebellion really started. Yeah. And then it's showing, like, all these different, like, senators being like, oh, I'm out. No, thanks. Like, I know this isn't, like, right and that kind of stuff. That's that's what I think it's going to be. It's like 
you start seeing all the different parts of the galaxy where they just kind of started uh, popping up and you'll get like the how how life used to be before they joined the rebellion and then when they joined the rebellion of what happened and, but then like Cassian's uh is going to be like he started there and this is where he's ended up i think that's that that'd be pretty cool i think they could do a lot with the whole series actually with that that kind of like uh seeing where this war is taking people i'm pretty excited for that so Something that I've, I mean, I've, I've watched the trailer a couple of times, but something I just put two and two together. That ship that we see him, uh, like flying towards, I'm not talking, talking about the TIE fighters, but the ship behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know who Colin Cantwell is? No, he was one of the original, um, he helped Ralph McQuarrie come up with a couple of designs for like the ships and everything okay and that ship behind him and like and that back shot looks like this ah so that's a very cool nod if that ends up being true all right so we are in the senate and i guarantee they're not showing palpatine because they want to save that for the show I have no idea why, but I thought he was um that guy looked like Christian Bale for a second and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, oh okay. Uh that's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you? Alright. So this guy talking to Mon Mothma, his name is Tay Kalma, sorry. Um and I think at this point, I think she's trying to recruit different, different, different senators, mm-hmm. and I think she's trying to do it without saying what she's actually up to. And we don't know who. Well, we kind of know who she is, but we don't know like what, what her what her significance is. Mm-hmm. And then the, um. So right now, people are calling the new droid emo because like just for short but that sound i heard doesn't that kind of sound like bb8 yes here hang on i want people to hear it yeah this is what revolution so we've seen her character a lot in in the trailer looks like and then we're seeing Joseph as an officer again running This shot right here reminds me of Mission Impossible. I don't know. <laughs> they keep saying this is supposed to be like a spy thriller. I don't know where this would be. Do you think this would be in Coruscant? That looks like cloning facility, but we know it can't yeah. be. Well, we're on two minutes and eight seconds on the trailer. Okay. Um, I, I, I think there will definitely be Death Star tie-ins. Um, okay. Because that's what they've been, you know, as soon as episode three happened, we saw that the Emperor and Vader were on a ship um, outside of what what was the beginning of the Death Star. 
So I think they're definitely working on it. I think they're getting ready for it. Um, I think we will see a lot of elements of it because all those, there were a lot of elements of the Death Star that were hinted in Star Wars Rebels, like a lot. Uh, so I could definitely see them doing that in the show. And I think they will because it's supposed to lead into the events of Rogue One. Um, what do you not want to see um, happen? In the show? Yeah. <laughs> a return to Tatooine. Oh, goodness. Don't let that happen. <laughs> um, the, the thing for me is kind of like, what, what are the stakes right now? I, I, if, if this is an overarching story where everyone's coming together to just do one thing, what are the stakes? Like, it's the, it's the beginning of the rebellion, but I'm like, all right, what, what is everyone coming to achieve right now? Because, like, you have Mon Moth, like, in my head of what I want to see, it's kind of like, you have Mon Mothma's way of connecting people carefully um, in in the Empire, like connecting them to the point where they they'll they'll form the rebellion. Then you have like Saul Guerrero's like guerrilla tactic warfare way, and um and and Andor is obviously a part of that. And then you have someone who I think what they're doing is like having someone who was a Senate just basically. Um, Someone who was uh, a part of like the empire just basically say, no, I'm not going to be a part of it anymore. And I'm going to start doing my own thing. And I think that all those stories coming together would be interesting, but I think they'll, they'll be loosely connected as just forming the rebellion. I don't want it to be like a everyone together to stop whatever something else is happening. Cause, cause we have that for rogue one. When we figure out like the, that there are that we can find the person who made the Death Star and who made the weakness to it and get the Death Star plans and also so. But do you think we'll see Galen Erso in in the show? I wouldn't doubt. Wait, so we know this is two seasons. Yes. Okay, I would assume season two. I wouldn't assume season one. Yeah, because of here. Because if we go here, let's say two, two, two. I guarantee we still got it. That's be a timeline of the. Here we go. All right. So you so you have the, so, it which which now the dates don't line up anymore. So don't worry about those dates. But <laughs> um, but it, but it looks like season one will um. Besides the main flashbacks, will take five years before the events of the Battle of Yavin, and actually, that's where the first season of Star Wars Rebels takes place. So this is happening during the events of Star Wars Rebels. So there's a huge chance that we will see those events cross over, and then in season two, um, the the show will will jump years in the actual timeline. That's crazy. Yeah. I like I like the almost anthology feel of that, and I'm very yeah. excited for that. Which is yep. what I th- I've been saying they should do for a very long time. Like, mm-hmm. So anthology style is going to make me very happy. Yep. So let's get back to the trailer. All right, so they're running. All right, I. Th- so this guy right here looks like Maz Kanata, like her species. 
But then it's got four arms, and then it threw me off, and I was like, okay, I, I, I don't know anymore. New species, let's go. Yeah. Just because some creature has goggles embedded in their eyes does not mean that it's a mosque and not a species. Right? Well, well, no, I was I was talking about like of the actual face. Um this shot looks amazing. Very pretty. The like sky is on fire. You have TIE fighters going through. And then you have uh, Cassian on the run. Do you feel like this this is gonna give um, a another like more people are gonna be like, wow, you know, I I think Rogue One was really good now because I feel like that's the one that I can I I really like, but I don't know a lot of other people that do. I so I liked it because it it kind of took me back to the to that OG Star Wars feeling um, where if you go and watch a new hope, it was, it was the first of its kind. It was a lot different than what everyone's used to. Mm-hmm. Um, and like of that type of film style. And, and, and a lot of people felt the same way about empire strikes back. Uh, we were actually just um, watching um, empire strikes back with a friend Olivia for the first time and she was just sitting there and she was just like I I really didn't like this one it was a lot different than the first one and I just I don't know and I'm just like well have you finished it she's like no and I was like okay well you need to finish it because of (laughs) because of just having that every single if every single Star Wars project or every project in general was the same and had that same feeling, then it would get boring, like that's true. right away. And I think that's what makes all these different Star Wars projects so great because they're so different from each other. Mm-hmm. And the the biggest difference between Rogue One and all the other ones was it showed you more of the darker side of the light side. I I, I guess that's the best way to describe it because. Every yeah, we time really we, that, yeah, really because cool. because every time we think of the rebels, it's just like, oh my gosh, they're the good guys. But it's like, it's a it's a theme that's explored in the comics and wasn't yeah. was only explored in the comics and books up until that point. Right. And then being able to see that on screen, it was just like, wow, finally. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, and uh, and and the one shot which I know we've talked about a lot, where in Rogue One, um, the the one guy with the broken arm was like, oh, I, I I won't be able to climb out of here because of my arm. And then Cassian's like, don't worry. Everything's going to be fun. And then shoots him. And you're just like, whoa, man. Like, whoa. Like, that's <laughs> like, okay, well, I, this I, isn't your grandpa's Star Wars film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I loved seeing that side of the rebellion and we're definitely going to get that a lot in this show. And from the trailer, we, we definitely see it we'll still definitely get that star Wars feel. And I think exploring more of the star Wars universe from a different perspective is always great. But as long as it follows that star Wars blueprint, where it still feels like star Wars, if you end up doing something and it doesn't feel like star Wars and and you just plaster the name star Wars on it, then you're not doing it right. And from this trailer, I definitely have that star Wars vibe. And that's what you want out of these. So my like it, it, it looks phenomenal. Like of, of, of just seeing this shot 
Um, I think everyone everyone on the podcast was making comments, especially in our chat, or just uh, how how we love this trailer so much. It's it's done so well. And it was like I, it looks like a movie, and I'm like, that's uh, the cinematic quality is really that they, yeah. they really pushed it. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Now I was not expecting him to be like it's coming on September 21st, but it's okay because we're giving you three episodes. So it's like, oh okay. Because of that, I, I was confused at first. I was like, wait a minute. But then I was like, well, we've been saying it for a bit. But it, it was like that weekend is going to be a big weekend because you have all those shows coming out as well. Um, so that is that's totally OK with me because then it gives um, it gives indoor. It's like it's actual weekend. It's actual day to, you know, have its moment because having having all these shows coming on the same weekend, not mm-hmm. only was it like, you know, a lot, but it, it would kind of feel like a chore to be and overwhelming for some people being like, all right, I'm going to watch rings of power. And then I have to change my mindset. Cause of now I have to go and, uh, and, and, uh, fantasy and, and then sci-fi and right. then fantasy and, with dragons. And it's just like, Oh goodness. Yeah. Bro. Cause of, for me, when I'm watching something, I have to be like, I'm not that person where like, you know what? I'm just going to throw this on. Like for Star Wars, that that might be the only exception. But if I'm like, all right, I'm going to watch Rings of Power. I'm going to have to be like, I'm preparing myself and getting in the in 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 that mode in and fantasy and, feel. Yeah, yeah, I see yeah. what you mean. Because of I can't just be like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm I'm gonna watch Marvel and now I'm gonna watch DC. Like I just it's like it's <laughs> like a whole different. So I don't know. Which sounds like DC is having their own problems right now because I'm not sure if you saw the news, but they have filmed almost everything on Batgirl and they just canceled it because of the because <laughs> like dude Michael Keaton put on the suit again and 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 and, and they filmed like like the. It was almost done. It was almost done. And the people who just bought DC were just like, nah, I don't think this project is going well. Let's scrap it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, bro. DC's been going through a lot, but you just made it worse. That's pretty funny. <sighs> yeah. Jeez, <laughs> man. Come on, man. <laughs> could you imagine of of them full out filming like a Star Wars movie or something? Like, I mean, I, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm not talking about like of for example with the Ryan Johnson trilogy of 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 where like they've been talking about it for a while and they're like all right it's it's not happening most likely I'm talking about where Ryan Johnson was filming that trilogy and then it was like and then they just randomly scrapped and it. they were like you know what this isn't working out let's not do this and just completely drop the project which hey man they did it with video games they could totally which do I was it. gonna say that is the tradition for Star Wars games now apparently because there's so much. There, there has been so many canceled Star Wars games than any other franchise, I think. Um, and all the games canceled looked phenomenal. Uh, of that leaked footage that um, that dropped for Star Wars thirteen thirteen, I remember just being like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> you stop this!" <laughs> I was like, "You stop this! You also stopped the Darth Maul game," and I'm like, "Dude." You got a masterpiece right in front of you. We're doing what's so wrong well. with you? Uh, yeah, but September twenty first, 
Yeah. There you go. I think the show is going to do phenomenal. I, uh, and it's nice that, that we're getting the first three episodes. Now we don't know like the, the estimation for it. Every, like the, like the time length for each episode was going to be around an hour. I don't know if we'll get that. I'm hoping we do. I, I thought it was just going to be like, you know, like Mando's kind of varied one where it's like, Hey, this one's an hour. This one's 45 minutes. This, yeah. this one's going to be the short one at only 37 minutes or something. No. Like, I wouldn't mind that. That's not the worst thing on earth. Can you, f- from this trailer shot of uh, of where they're in the Senate building, can you see Palpatine? Can you see it? No, I, I but really I'm wondering why that light is hitting the one. Yeah. Uh, but I, uh, I, I love how below, like, of where Palpatine is usually sitting, y- you can see the symbol has has changed to the imperial symbol cool like, right yeah yeah i really like that mm. it's a cool detail ah dude i i i love that star wars feeling like i love it so much we were just talking about it but of like of of that shot from from book of boba fett where mando gets in the ship and he's going through beggar's canyon I remember watching that like at four or five a.m. in the morning, and 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 and, and I just remember just being like, <laughs> "Woo!" I was just like, "Yeah, let's go!" Because of those moments, bring you back to your childhood, and 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 when you you know get drawn back to your childhood, it brings so much joy, and mm-hmm. I think that's what the show will definitely do because there's going to be a lot of callbacks, and it will definitely tie into the prequels, and it will definitely tie in into. Uh, the original trilogy and that's that's what we've been wanting out of these new star wars shows where you see more of that connection um yeah act, yeah and in 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 live action anyways because i i i love seeing it in bad batch but i was just like mm-hmm. man like i would love to see this live action and 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 the fact that we will be getting uh live action clones is even more i I'm, I'm so excited because of hearing to hearing tomorrow morrison's voice again like as as, as a clone <laughs> on screen is just awesome to me uh because that was also like a huge a huge part of my childhood because of the the og stars battlefront games republic commandos i was like mm-hmm. come on like you know classic so i i'm very excited to see where the show goes Again, it's coming out on September twenty first. Uh, the uh, The original date was supposed to be August thirty first, so mm-hmm. around a month um, from the from the OG date. But there's still a lot of Star Wars on the way, uh, and we're also going to be getting Bad Batch season two and Tales of the Jedi this year. And then March apparently is Jedi Fallen Order. Um, Jedi Survivor 2. Uh, yeah. Yeah, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Just man. sit down I, for 12 hours and play the entire game through. Um, just like nonstop, like just like well, failing over and so, over again. Uh, so, uh, okay. So, w- w- what we need to do is when the game comes out, most bloodshot eyes. Right, Goodness. dude. When, when, when the game comes out, like you and I have to put in vacation time, right? And then, like, <laughs> we like, you like come over to my house. We like both start the campaign at the very exact same time, and uh, uh, race and, each other through. And and we do that, 
but we also go live on Twitch. So we are playing the game like at the I I think that would be super cool. I yeah, I, I, I I think that would be fun. And then uh yeah, yeah. So I think I think it would be really cool. Which Mason still needs to finish the first game, bro. <laughs> Funny comment. He's not even here to defend himself. No, That's he's not. Part. No, no. <laughs> no. No. But where's the but, poor lad anyway? Is he coming back or no? Uh, yes, he is. Uh, he actually will be here for Sabat Talk uh, on Friday, which uh, happy early birthday, Josh. Yeah, You're I turning know. 18. No, I'm just kidding. Can you uh, believe it? <laughs> Finally. I've waited so long. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, guys, I, I, I am so excited for this. I am excited to see more of Star Wars and in this really cool live action way. I've been watching the light and magic documentary. Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't watched that yet. Okay. Definitely find the time to do that because you definitely see the birth of not just star Wars, but, um, in industrial light and magic. Like that's really cool. It's it's awesome, and you definitely see never before seen um, footage of George Lucas, like of young George Lucas, and and you also see more of the not meaner, but more of that serious and more grittier side of George Lucas that you know people have only talked about, but we never seen before. Okay. We definitely see that in this That's cool. of of where he, he is taking it seriously. Um, because if you watch any of the old documentaries with George Lucas, it's like watching like a, a, a kid trapped in a, like a a kid trapped in a man's body that is just going crazy with this big budget for, you know, what, what, what we know and love. But in the show, you see George Lucas more serious and, you don't see that side of him that much in it because they're trying to show you, you know, what George Lucas was trying to do. Uh, and they also showed Marshall Lucas, which they never talk about um, of his ex-wife. Well, all, all that I remember is that what I, what I've been told is I forget. was it like someone showed him, showed people the, how, how much of a failure it would have been to begin with. Yeah. Of Star Wars before he like went back and actually redid those scripts because it looked really bad at the time. If I can remember right, and like they're like there's this whole scene of just the the whole going down to get power converters scene, and they're just talking techno jargon, and the guy was like, "Your wife caught on to the fact that this was not going to work, and then they ended up changing it and making it better." But if you go back and watch that deleted scene, though, I still like it. I think if they if if they ever made like the extended editions of Star Wars, I think that would be super cool. <laughs> oh goodness! Because of because of they actually tie Tashi Station into the they they tied it into the Book of Boba Fett. They they, they did they they did, and they also re um and they also brought those characters from that specific deleted scene that you're talking about and and then and they put it into the book of boba fett and i remember people watching it being like who are these people because people are acting like they're important i'm like well it's because it was from this 
like seeing that 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 you're right that that Marshall Lucas was just like I I just don't see the importance of it. So I'm I'm really glad that we got to see those elements into the book of Boba Fett, even though it was in Tatooine and everything. And I don't know, but uh, but yeah, even have an know. official. I mean, with all those like kind of things that they they've added in, do we actually have an official death for Shakti? No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot. Uh, let's see. Well, in the Clone Wars, in the flashback of seasons, not flashback, but like in season six, Yoda has that vision on, on, it's on Dagobah Mm -hmm. and it shows, you know, Shakti getting stabbed through the chest um, by Anakin. And then you also have the deleted scene from Revenge of the Sith where, (laughs) where he does stab her. Uh, and then you have the Lego Star Wars game where, like, the OG Lego Star Wars game of where Anakin, you know, chops her up in that. But but that was contradicting because years later they came out with Force Unleashed and, and Shock-T survived, apparently. But Force Unleashed is no longer canon. So I think the story they're going with is she died on Coruscant and the okay. Jedi Temple. <laughs> okay. But um, be, because because then there was another deleted scene and 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 Revenge of the Sith where General Grievous captured her and took her to the ship and then Obi Wan and Anakin went to go save her, including you know Palpatine and then Grievous ended up killing her. So I don't know if someone knows, let me know because I'm just thinking of all the times that she's been <laughs> captured or killed. Shoot. Yeah, it's been a lot (laughs) of all the added things that they've done. That's the one that I've always been like, I would like to know (laughs) what happened to her. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, so this Friday for Patreon, we are do uh, we will be filming some. Let's go. Sabak talk. Sabak talk. Let's go. My favorite. And then. The next one we're doing, uh, which Josh, you have to be there for, because I already talked to Carlos and them, and they're down for it. And we are going to be doing commentary for the Ewok movies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I'm excited for that because not everyone's seen them. So, which I don't, yeah, I would say, I don't think Carlos has seen them. Have you seen them? Uh, I have seen bits and pieces. I have never okay. sat through the entire All right. Thing. I'm so excited to watch a reaction. Oh, no. <laughs> it's no. so bad. It's so bad, but it's so funny. It's... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and we have a lot more content on the way. Uh, we did want to give a shout out to our... Uh, we did want to give a shout out to our Patreon users. Uh, once again, we are so thankful for you guys. And um, for our purple tier, we got Chris Simpson. Uh, Yay! We've got, um, we've got Kevin. We've got Devin, Devin McCaffrey, Drew Peters. For our Reds, we got um, Fenrir. Let's butcher some names. Five two six. <laughs> we got Matt. Matt. Matt Heath. We've got Maya Morris. And then for our black tiers, we have Maka. Um, Tau Tala, Nathan Shank. He didn't butcher that at all. Guaranteed. 
even oh packer and liam mccallion so thank you so much for um for being part of your patreon guys and david is going to be over at the superhero car show in 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 comic-con and whoa in san antonio san antonio Um, texas uh, as uh um uh as like as the press so he would be there uh and Ewan McGregor, Rupert Friend, and Gina Carlo, and um, and Spencer Wilding will be there. And there's Ooh. a chance now that David will be able to talk to him on behalf of the podcast. Oh, so, wow. Very exciting. Very gonna exciting post that to the, I was going to post that to the Patreon. Uh, if it does happen. Probably. But, uh, but yeah, guys, no, we, uh, we have a lot to explore here in the next couple of weeks if you live in florida and you want to fulfill of going bounty hunting in a way that's not traditional bounty hunting i would go to galaxy's edge uh and check that out uh because it's a very cool experience and you also get to see uh characters that we know and some characters that we've never seen before so i highly i highly recommend that also, go on to Patreon and check out our adventures over at Galaxy's Edge. Uh, uh, James has been doing that a lot in California. So a lot of people overseas that aren't part of our Patreon that have been watching it love it because, you know, they don't really get that chance to go. So they are um, they are living that adventure through through James, myself, and Josh, and, and everyone who um, who else that has the chance to go a lot. So d- definitely go check that out. Um. Uh. Sorry, I'm trying to. Oh, uh. Mob Rules is saying that he is um uh. That his name is safe on his name is safe on the green tier. Well, man, if you want more content, keep moving up. There is there's more <laughs> stuff on the way. <laughs> uh, but we are on Facebook. Uh, again, we're on Patreon. Uh, at Star Wars Stuff Podcast two one eight seven, and then also on Instagram at Star Wars Stuff Podcast. We're on Twitter at Stuff Pod, TikTok, search Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Please email us. We love hearing from you guys. We we love hearing your ideas, theories, everything. Uh, and then Josh, would you like to do the um, honors of doing the ad for our Audible trial? Uh, we got books. Uh, we got a free audio book. Uh, you, you can do that. Uh, you could sign up at uh, uh, audibletrial.com slash Star Wars Stuff Podcast. Um, it'll grab you a free book when you go ahead and sign up there. Yeah, there you go. And then also please go on on Apple Podcast and give us uh, a five-star or review or just have favoritism towards David, I guess. And then, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else... Awful. Yeah. David. Yeah. Awful. Terrible. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss for David. <laughs> He's cool. Uh, and again, we're on YouTube. And then we have our own website on there, stuffpodcastnetwork.com that has Ooh. all of our links to all of our social media, including our Patreon. And it also has our bios and information where you can go follow us. That's very exciting. So uh, that's very, very cool. And then we, we're, we're on Twitch, SWStuff77. Um, I I finally got my hands on a PlayStation Five. So, Let's go! Uh, yeah, I've joined the dark side. I, yeah. I also want a PS Five. 
Well, you 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 also want a PS5. Well, guess what? I uh, I I got this one from GameStop. Yeah, yeah. So, which you actually have one. You, I, I don't you, have one anymore. I don't have one anymore. I would like a new one. You sold it? I, I sold sold every. Yes, like. Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I guess that's a conversation for different Yo! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, with that being said, guys, my name is Colin. I'm Josh. And may the force be with you. Always.